Yo, what up, baby? What up, bitch? I thought that's what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is family-friendly pod. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Man. I want to apologize. I consider myself a man of faith. As there's a drive by Castellanos, it'll be a home run. It'll be a 4-3 ball game. honor, faith. <laughs> Unless you're Mike Tyson. Then it's come on our faith. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh god, dude. I'm just I, we're just fucking we're producers, dude. That's all we are. That's what we do. That's what Sometimes. we do. Um, Except no, when we don't. Yeah, but hey. Sometimes you can't. Um, or you don't want to. Yeah, most of the times I don't want to. Yeah, facts. So we got a long and fucking beautiful slate of sports to conversate about today. <laughs> we sure do. So what, do you want to just like, you know, just, just, I mean, we can just dive right in? Dive right in? What do we want to start with? I know well, MLB it's starts always, off soon. you know, top of the line is always going to be... Oh, we're talking about the fightings here. The fightings. Yeah, oh, we can't lucky. we can't use your Yankees drop anymore. I know you're you're lucky. You're fucking lucky because we're gonna get copyrighted. We got to get that bad boy out of here and get something new in. It's all right. Oh no, it's not out of here. It's still no, here. Right but here. I'll just do it. Start spreading the news. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, really, like, <laughs> like that works for me. If you wanna, if you, <laughs> we can clip that and then just use that as our thing, just like our draft drop. You know what I mean? New York, New York. <laughs> Oh, dude, I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah, I it's got beautiful. Beat. Um, but I mean, nothing really about about the Phils. Just excited opening days coming up, dude. The, You'll uh, be there in attendance. Yeah, dude. They had their final preseason game was today against the Rays, and the, the top of the lineup was mash, or the whole lineup was mashing, dude. Until I mean, they took all the stars out. I mean, they played like half a game, but still, right. Um, they looked good, dude. The lineup's like nice, not like not a lot of holes. It's what you love to see, dude. You guys yeah. got a fucking stacked like first four or five. We got a stacked when, when like first six. Castellanos is batting fifth, dude, in your lineup. Like you got a good fucking team. Yeah, is that what I sent you today? I think so. I, he was either batting cleanup or fifth because I think Bryce is your number three guy. Today was Schwarber, JT, Bryce, Cassianos. Reese Hoskins, Didi Gregorius at six, Gene Segura at seven. Yeah, and that's then it solid. was um, Bryson Stott at eight and Mickey Moniak at nine. But I mean, Mickey Moniak had a two-run dinger, dude. With- so from what I've seen between the Yanks and Phils game, because we got a bunch of them this spring training. Yeah, we um, always do because we're in Bryson- Florida. Yeah, in the Grapefruit League. Bryson Stott is nice, dude. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, is he, like, is he going to be your everyday third baseman? I don't know, right? Like, it's kind of up in the air. Like, we don't really have one. So, it Yeah, could be. I guess just throw the kid there and see what he's made of for the first month or so. Yeah. Um, I He's fucking homies with Harper. Yeah, they, they're roommates for yep. some training. Yep, yep. Yeah, did you see Harper's wife, like, posted a congratulations to him when he made the 40 man no i saw um i think it was like two or three games ago when the yanks played the phils the phillies were broadcasting it and they interviewed him while he was on the bench and he was kind of just talking about like 
what it's like to work with the with the like team that he's on and mm-hmm. kind of like live with Bryce and see like kind of get some inside look on like what that was like and I was just like oh I like this kid and then he was like dude he was proving himself on the field like he was he was balling out yeah so we'll see hopefully he pans out yeah he was but, I mean your third base last year was a boom yeah it was for like the first until like the end of July ish I feel like and then he got benched and because his defense was shit dude yeah. like he was in, he was a hot bat to not this past August, but the August before that was like his rookie year, right? And he was a real hot bat. And that's why he kind of got the start last year at the beginning of the season. And like, he's he's an okay hitter. Um, right. But he's not a, he's not good at on defense. He's a, and it he has a liability. And especially at third base, dude, like you need yeah. your best defense there. Because it's, yeah. they call it the hot corner for a reason. Not your worst defender. Right, <laughs> right. But, I mean, I like it. I think we look good. If yeah. Aaron Nola can be consistent on the mound and if Zach Wheeler can be close to what he was last year, you know what I mean? Right. Listen, dude, I was thinking about this today, actually. The Mets, they're out. They don't have DeGrom for at least a month. Their lineup is not as good as the Phillies lineup. Like the Mets might have more depth, but I think the the Phillies have a better starting nine. Like, like especially like their their front five. Dude, if the Mets met and kind of like find a way to fucking fall out, the Phillies have a strong shot at winning the NL East, dude. The Braves only won eighty eight games last year, and they won the World Series. Granted, but. Yeah. They were an 88 win team. The Yankees won 92 games and they didn't even make it out of the wild card. So that's kind of shows you like the Braves were just kind of like not an anomaly. They were a good team. But I'm it an just an shows anomaly. I'm an, I'm an anomaly. Deuteronomy. <laughs> <laughs> stick. Stick. <laughs> stick. <laughs> Wait, so I listened to that album. Um, and you know how Lex was like, oh, it reminds me of Rolling Loud. Yeah. Um, dude, spot on. Yeah, like when I put that album on, like obviously that's the first song, and I was like, "Oh, dude, this just sounds like the fucking hype man from Two Stages Over." That's like in the background. I just hear him yelling into his mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, they made that that album for the Dreamville Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. And they got ignorant at Dreamville Fest to it. Mm-hmm. I wish I was there. Looked yeah, very sure. it was dope. I would love to go there one year. Um. But anyways, the, the the Braves, dude, I don't think they're going to repeat last year. They're going to be a good team. I think they're going to give you, you know, competition. But I think the Phillies right now are close close favorites to win the NL East. I put money on them to win the NL East. Did you? Yeah, they were plus 350. What were the Mets? Did you, do you remember? Yeah, the Mets were like plus 250. The, the Phils were the third favorite behind Braves and then Mets. Um. So I put some money on the Phils to win, oh, at plus 340. But also FanDuel had this thing to do, like, the result of the entire NL East. So I did Braves, Phillies, Mets, Marlins, Nationals at plus 950. That's not bad. And then... That's not bad. On DraftKings, I did... They had NL East top two finishers. I did Braves, Phillies, plus 450. All right. 
Those are some. It's good that you're doing those now because those odds are going to be obviously changing all year. They might not be available. Um, those type of things, like that's true. They might have the like a half. Se- they might have like a midway point one. Um, yeah, like post All Star break, but I like that. Um, I think I think the NL East is 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 definitely a good division um, to bet on because they're kind of like do the AL East. You have four teams in there that could win ninety-two games and win the division. Like yeah. you're, it's going to be almost impossible to predict. Well, the- let's let's just go through them. We'll start at the NL East. The Braves are plus one twenty-five, Mets plus two hundred, Phillies plus three forty, and then Marlins plus thirteen hundred, and Washington is plus four thousand. Right? It's like Washington, like they're a super long shot, and so is Miami. They're like a, an extra dark horse. I mean. I wouldn't be too surprised. Like, you know, I've kind of talked them up. But I think that, like, Philly, the Mets, and Atlanta would really have – like, they all have to implode for Miami to have a chance. Yeah. No, um, I, don't, I don't see that happening. So, yeah, it really is between those three. But then, like, the NL Central, the Brewers are minus 170 and Cardinals plus 240. And then it's Cubs, Reds, plus 11 and plus 1,600. And then Pirates are plus 5,000. Yeah. I think the Pirates are going to be competing with the Orioles as worst team in baseball. Yeah, I agree. And They're the pretty Nationals. bad. Yeah. Um, and then in the NL West, Dodgers, Padres, Giants. Um, I mean, they're minus two fifty, plus three eighty, and plus six hundred. And then the Rocker, Rockies are plus twelve thousand, and the Diamondbacks are plus eighteen thousand. Like. Plus twelve thousand. That's twice as long as the Pirates' odds to win the NL Central. Yeah, but that's not because of how bad they are. It's just how good the Dodgers are. That's just crazy. You know what I mean, though? Because yeah. like, the Dodgers are a super team. Yeah. Um, and then in the AL, the AL East, like Blue Jays plus one seventy, Yankees plus two fifty. Rays plus two fifty and Red Sox plus five hundred. I feel like that's a little disrespectful on the Red Sox, dude. I think the Red Sox are going to be a better team than the Rays. I think they might be better than the Yankees. Uh, I mean, there's always a chance, yeah, but I don't think they're set up to be. No. They have no, they have no bullpen. They really don't have like any pitching. Oh, uh, um, they got Eovaldi. Yeah, he's like he's their number one. Yeah. And he's like Which, mid at best. He's he's like a two to three guy on most teams. Yeah, yeah. He would be like yeah. He'd be the three or the four if he was in yeah. Philly. Yeah. He'd probably he'd probably be the two or the three on the Yanks, but um. Yeah, the red the Orioles are plus twenty thousand. <laughs> yeah, the Orioles are bad, dude. Um, the AL Central like the Weds. The, I almost said Wed Sox. The Wed Sox. <laughs> the White Sox are minus Willie 210. <laughs> minus 210, Chicago White Sox. And then it's yeah. the Twins at plus 500. The Tigers at plus 600. The Cleveland Guardians at plus 1600. And Kansas City Royals at plus 2000. The, the Cleveland Sox Guardians are... kind of have a fresh logo. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I was it. thinking that when it came out. Um, did you see there was a picture on Twitter my first going time around it. where it was like, the name of like their spring training field, it, it used to say like Cleveland Indians, like whatever field. They mm-hmm. literally kept every letter on there except for the I N D in Indians, and just did put in like new G U A R. Yeah, yeah, and left the D ins. 
Yeah, and it looks like you can see where's like the new letters and the old ones. It's like you guys really couldn't afford to just, just like make it all new, like, make it all the same. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's, that's just the Cleveland Guardians in a nutshell, dude. Um, and then the AL West: the Astros at minus one seventy, Angels plus three eighty, Mariners plus four fifty, and then Rangers and Oakland A's long shots at plus twenty two hundred and plus forty five hundred. I'd like to see the Angels do fucking something for once. For once, dude. Like, they have a good team. They have Otani and Mike Trout. You have the two, like, most generational talents in the league. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, like Mike Trout is, like, regarded as possibly the best baseball player of all time. Of all time, yeah. And Otani is – you're never going to see another Otani. He's literally better than Babe Ruth. He's Babe Ruth on steroids. He's he's Babe he's Ruth not actually if he wasn't steroids. a bum. <laughs> yeah, he makes Babe actually. Ruth look like a bum. Yeah, yeah. In twenty twenty two. Yep. And nobody's done that since Babe Ruth's time. Like nobody's even really tried. You know right. What I mean, um, no. Waldo was trying to tell me last night. He was trying to tell me that Rafael Devers is a better baseball player than Mike Trout. Well, that's Waldo for you, dude. I was like. Dude, it was just like, why you know? I mean, you know how Waldo is, like, where he's always just trying to like argue whatever you're trying to make a point of. Mm-hmm. And he told me he was like, um, I think we're talking about like our fantasy baseball draft, and I was like, because he was like, I drafted Devers on my team, and he's like, oh, you know, I was like, yeah, dude, Devers has a crazy nice bat, like he's not a liability yeah. on defense, but he's also not a Gold Glove winner, but that doesn't matter in fantasy baseball, so I picked right, him. and. He was like, dude, Devers is top three in the league, blah, blah, blah. And then we're talking about, like, the Yankees trade that they made for Josh Donaldson. I was like, dude, that trade where we sent Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela to Minnesota wasn't a bad trade. It just, like, wasn't as good as what we could have done by signing, like, one of the bigger free agents. Yeah. By no means was it a bad trade. Like, we got a, a MVP caliber player playing third base who can still hit bombs at his age. And he was like, LOL, MVP. He was like, Cam Newton is an MVP. And I was like, yeah, he was at one time. I was like, one, that's different because it's football and they're two completely different sports. Like, you can play baseball at 40 years old like Nelson Cruz and still hit 30 home runs a year. Like, completely different. And um, he was like, he was like, I was like, dude, Mike Trout, you're telling me just because Mike Trout didn't win MVP last year is not the best player in baseball? And he was like, no. He's not. He's not even close. I was like, dude, Mike Trout is quite arguably the best player to ever play baseball. Like, there's not going to be a more complete five-tool player than Mike Trout, like, and anytime soon. And he was just like, nah, dude, Devers is better. He, he, he's more more of a – he's a better hitter. Mike Trout can't stay healthy, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, Mike Trout, like, uh, that's like his one thing is, like, he has yeah. trouble staying healthy, which, yeah. you know, for baseball you kind of have to do because there's so many games to be played. Right. But I was like, to argue the fact that Mike Trout isn't the best player in baseball is absurd. Yeah. Well, that's Waldo. He's absurd. He is absurd. Um, some of the other bets that I got for the MLB before we get out of here. Um, they had the one site that I was on had most wins by any team over under 103 and a half. So I took the over. I feel like somebody's going to have more than 103. Somebody will hit 104. There's got to be at least one team. I mean, the Giants won like 108 last year. I think that the Giants and the Dodgers both had over had 103. 104 or 105, whatever. And the Dodgers have gotten better, so. Right. Um, and then 
There was longest home run over under 495 and a half feet. I took the under, That's a good but it call. really can go either way. That's, I mean, dude, hitting a home run over 495 feet is like an anomaly. Like it'll happen once every few years. Yeah. I think what it's going to come down to is what type of baseball we have this year. I know. Like if, if we get some juice balls in some games, like somebody runs into one, it could happen. But taking the under is probably a safe bet there. Yeah. Um, that Those are all my MLB bets. I That's just saw Garrett one. Cole minus 950 for it to have 200-plus strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the? That's like a nice piece for like a parlay for like a twelve leg parlay, maybe. But it's, <laughs> unless he gets hurt, he's hitting that. Yeah, Zach Wheeler two hundred plus. I just saw it was like minus one thirty eight. I was like, that's actually not too shabby. And I yeah. think he might hit it if he's like if he stays healthy. Stays healthy, yeah. If he's like he was last year, um, could very well happen. Not gonna do it. What, did they have any lines for like favorites to win MVP or Cy Young? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Do you want me to look at them for you? Yeah, let's take a look and make some predictions. Let's see. Player specials, season specials. Oh, that's best record. Player awards, that's what we want. AL MVP. Otani, Trout, Vlad, Buxton, Devers, Judge, Luis Robert, or is it Robert? I don't know. Jose Luis Ramirez, Robert. Kyle Tucker, Van de Franco, Jordan Alvarez, Bull Bichette, Corey Seager, Carlos Correa. Who do you think it's going to be? Are they all the same odds? No way. I was going to say, what's Otani's odds at? Like plus, plus... three forty. Okay. What's and Judge's Trout odds is at? Second at plus six hundred. So is Vlad. Buxton is plus sixteen hundred. Devers plus two thousand. Judge is plus twenty two hundred. Really? Yeah. Hey, sleeping on my man's. Yeah, they probably just think he's a bum. Top five player in baseball, dude. I think Vlad will get it this year. If he does what he did last year, I think so too. He would have won it last year if Otani didn't exist. Right. Um, Vlad's lost a little bit of weight too. He's looking good. He's stealing some bases this spring. Realistically, you could give it to Otani every single year because there's nobody more valuable than somebody who's going to hit 40 dingers and also have 10 wins on the mound. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, do you, if he continues to do – here's the thing with Otani. This could be a completely cold take, hot take. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be pitching three years, four years from now. Yeah, I, I don't think know. he's going to get to a point where it's like, dude, your bat just outweighs the uh, value in your pitching. We don't want you to, like, fucking rip your arm off and get hurt, like – We'll fucking get you in at DH now that, you know, I mean, I guess they're in the AL, so it doesn't really matter. But DH, he can play some outfield, but we don't really need you to pitch for us anymore. Like your pit, because he's a good, he's a great pitcher. Don't get me wrong, but he's not like, it's not like when he's on the mound, he's Garrett Cole. And when he's at bat, he's fucking Barry Bonds. You know what I mean? It's just the fact that he can be a valuable pitcher and do what he's doing at the plate. Um, Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, three years from now he's not even pitching really. Yeah, me he's either. Just playing some outfield and hitting bombs. But I hope he does, dude. I think that'd be Me cool. too. It'd be fucking awesome to watch, man. Like as a as a baseball fan, it would be sick. Could you imagine if like he retires and he has a hundred wins on the mound and five hundred home, home runs. runs? Yeah, that'd be crazy. How old is he? He's not that old, right? He's like twenty seven, twenty six. I feel like I should be able to look that up, right? 
Yeah, I guess Google's our friend. Let's see. Shohei Otani. How old are you? 27. 27. Yeah, so I think by the time he hits 30, he's probably not going to be pitching very much, if at all. I hope he does. Me too. I hope he pitches till he's 35. I hope he pitches till he's 45. Whoa, Bartolo Defy Colon. all the odds. It's Bartolo Colon type shit. Yeah, but he's Otani. Bartolo was hitting bombs. Few, <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. He hit a few dingers. Otani's going to be 55, and he's going to be hitting dingers. And yeah, so be, Ichiro Suzuki. <laughs> and he's still going to be hes gonna be throwing 105 because he's going to have to get better to keep up with the progression no, of humans. By that, well, yeah, by that time, he's just going to have a bionic arm. Yeah. It's just going to be like a fuck, fucking like pitching machine from the batting cages. <laughs> I saw um, a Japanese one, a Japanese batting cage today where it was like a simulated person like in the in like a windup, and then when they were throwing, like a ball would shoot out of where their hand comes from. Dude, I've uh, I've used one of those before. They're fucking sick. You can pick like which pitcher you want to like hit off of. It's at uh, it's actually at um, that upside down building in. Oh Broadway. yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's fucking. Cool. Yeah, I saw this chick doing it, and dude, the pitchers were coming in so fast, and she was hitting dingers. Yeah, dude. I was like, yo, what? <laughs> dude, why is this girl better than me at baseball? <laughs> There's no way I'd be swinging and missing. She just hits fucking bombs. Well, that's all she does. Um, we're gonna move on to the Premier League, though. If that's all right with you. Yeah, that's cool. This with me. this weekend we had match day, thirty one. Um. City and Liverpool both won, so City is still leading the top of the table by one. Chelsea lost 4-1 to Brentford. Arsenal lost 3-0 to Crystal Palace. Tottenham win. Man U and Leicester draw. Um, so let me pull up this table right quick. Um, like I said, we got City and Liverpool at the top. They've both played 30 games. They get each other this weekend, I think. And then it's Chelsea, and then it's Tottenham and Arsenal both have 54 points. Tottenham's in fourth on goal differential, but Tottenham has one less game played. Mm. But they could still finish the season there. Yeah. Um, and then West Ham are in sixth with 51. Man United in seventh with also with 51. Um, so today, Burnley beat Everton 3-2 in like a makeup game from earlier in the season. And now Burnley is in 18th, which is the last relegation spot with 24 points. And Everton is in 17th with 25 points. Dude, Everton is <clears throat> so close to getting relegated. That's crazy, dude. That that Would that be the biggest Premier League team to be relegated, do you think? Ever, yeah. Wow. If they won today, they would have 28 points. Burnley would have... 21 points and the team in 18th would have 22 so like if they won today they would have put six points between themselves and the relegation zone and instead they're just sitting one point out of it wow that's wild i'm like it's gonna sound shitty but i kind of hope it happens just to yeah. see like <laughs> just for the stories dude i want yeah. more content on this pod yeah dude um but yeah, matches this week. Oh, they get Man United this weekend on Everton? Saturday. Yeah, Everton. That's um, tough. 
Arsenal get Brighton, Chelsea get Southampton, um, Tottenham get Villa. Villa's they're they're looking good. And then City and Liverpool on Sunday at eleven thirty. Ooh, that's gonna be a great game. I will I be know. on a flight home during that game. Well, I'll be watching it. Um But you know you know what we get to do now? Uh hit it for me. That's what? right, ladies and gentlemen. A couple gentlemen. days of football. Alright, so you're going to have to fill me in. I didn't watch any of it yesterday because I was super busy at work. Um, uh, City go to Atletico Madrid. Simeone parked the bus, dude. I don't think they had a single shot on target. Um, Do you remember our just, conversation from last week? Yeah, dude. It was utter domination um, from a possession standpoint and like in a like a shots on goal standpoint from City. But at the end of the day, City only win one nothing. Um and that game was in Manchester, so now we gotta go to Madrid next week. Um and get a result there. It uh dude brought Phil Foden on literally the first time he touched the ball, slips De Bruyne through De Bruyne a goal. Ooh, Beautiful. First fucking touch? Yeah. He he took like three touches on the ball, but Oh, yeah, I didn't get to watch any of that game, but dude, Austin texted me today about it and kind of filled me in, and I was like, bro, Kenny and I were literally on the podcast last week talking about how Atletico just plays that scrappy, defensive, fucking park-the-bus type football, and they're either going to win one one nothing or they're going to fucking lose because they've allowed 17 yeah. shots on goal. Yeah. Um, I mean... Hopefully they continue to lose when they play Manchester City. That's what I would like to see. Hey, by the way, it stands right now. We'll be seeing each other in the semis. Factual. Um, Liverpool beat Benfica 3-1 in Portugal. So, whatever. Taking care of business. Yep. Um, I didn't watch that game. Obviously, I watched the City game. Don't really care about that game. And then today, Villarreal beat Bayern 1-0. They did? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, still second leg, so. Second leg, and that that game was in Spain, so now they got to go back to Germany. But, I mean. What a result still, dude. Yeah. Could you imagine if Villarreal just somehow ends up in the fucking final? That would be awesome. It would be awesome, but also, like, ah, eh, Like, do you really want to watch? Like, that's, from a neutral standpoint, like, if it's, like, Real Madrid versus Villarreal, I'm going to be like, oh, this is just like a regular league match, dude. This doesn't feel like the Champions League final. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if it's City and Liverpool. Yeah, but that has more – that'd be like the same – like if Barcelona and Real Madrid were in the final, it would still feel more like Champions League final. Like Villarreal doesn't bring that like caliber of a team like excitement to the final. Like obviously if you're a Villarreal fan or like – You love it. Like, you love it, but it's just like – uh it's not they're like just, that big name that, get, that excites yet? you. I mean, I, I, this, I'm sure a lot of people would agree. Like, seeing that as like a neutral fan would just be like, ah, oh, Villarreal and Real Madrid or Villarreal, Man City is just kind of like a 
like you expect the bigger team to pretty much easily win that game. Like you're not going to get a very good game out of that as you would like Real Madrid, Liverpool or Manchester City, fucking Liverpool or Bayern, Man City. You know what I mean? Yeah. I best case scenario for Kenny is beat Atletico, beat Real, Bayern comes back, beat Bayern in the final, <clears throat> win the league, win the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, that's best case scenario for anybody's favorite team, too. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'd rather see Bayern. Like, I'd love to see Bayern in the Champions League final. I'd rather yeah. see them than, Liver- than Liverpool. Yeah, just I think we that play, would be... we play Liverpool so much, right? Oh, like, yeah, that makes we're sense. playing on this week in. Oh no, this week's. Oh no, this week is a Premier League game, and then next. So then next week we play Atletico on Tuesday or Wednesday in the Champions League, and then the following weekend we play Liverpool again in the FA Cup semis. Could you imagine if it ends up being Liverpool City in the final, and then? Oh wait, no, it can't, right? Yeah. In what final? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I meant, yeah, you're right. In Champions League final. Could you imagine if yeah. you fucking, it's just those three teams or those two teams in the back to back to back. Premier League, Champions League, and FA Cup. It's just those two. That would be crazy. Well, we're going to knock them out of the FA Cup pretty soon. Oh, it's not the final? It's not the FA nah. Cup final? Nah, Chelsea Crystal Palace on the other side. Oh, all right. And by, with the way Crystal Palace been playing, the way Chelsea been playing, it looks fucking bad today. So did Mendy, dude, and I like Mendy. It's tough to see him suck, dude. He gifted Benzema a hat trick. Yep. Like it was bad, dude. Yeah. I was sitting there watching. And I was just like, I saw um, the ball come down like towards Mendy, and Benzema was kind of just like chasing after it, and I was like, all right, like. Uh, and then Mendy, like, fucking lollygags a pass off his foot right to Benzema, and he's just... Benzema's, like, 25 yards out and just, like, passes the ball into the net. That's how you know it's bad. Casual. Very casual. Um, Did you see his first header, though? But, yeah, so I was going to say, before we just started talking about the game, that Chelsea ended up... Or Real Madrid ended up beating Chelsea 3-1. That's the final result here. And Benzema, I saw his first goal, and it was literally just him and Vinny up the side, like, linking up the whole way. The header was fucking phenomenal. Um, Beautiful, and, like dude. in the rain too. Like it was pouring. Um, I didn't see his second goal though. His second goal was just as nice as the first one, if not better. So Modric was sitting like top eighteen, right side of like the corner of the top eighteen, and he just like turns his body. Swings his foot at the ball, dude. Plays a beautiful, like, fucking lob pass, like, over the top. Just rounded right off Benzema. Benzema's, like, falling back away from the goal, dude. And just, like, pokes his head at the ball and just drops it, like, far post. Ball bounces before the goal line, like, over the goalie. And then just goes yeah. into the side of the net. And I was like... <laughs> it was so nice, And then so he goes nice, and gets dude. a fucking hattie. Yeah. Back-to-back uh, Champions League games with hat tricks, dude. Yep. And, like, huge games, too. Yep. He's one of four that have done it. Yep. They were saying that today in the stream. Who's the fourth? Because obviously Ronaldo Messi. Who's the fourth one that did it? Ronaldo Messi, Benzema. I want to say like Lewandowski maybe? Nah. Nah. I don't know. If I had to guess, it'd be somebody from Bayern or Dortmund maybe. I don't think it was. No? 
No, it was like a Spanish name, and they don't like Spanish dudes over there. Oh, was it? Oh, I I heard them talking about it. Was it uh, Raul? I don't know. I think it might have been because they mentioned that on the broadcast, like during the game, they brought we'll up Raul's up. name. Um, but yeah, so then I think next week, right? We're back back to Champions League next week. Yep, Tuesday's today's game, so it'd be Chelsea right, Real right. and Villarreal Bayern. Yeah, and Wednesday's Man City. And, Let's get and, it, baby. We're getting down to the fucking nitty gritty here. Yeah, dude, I'm excited. I love it. Things are like really heating up. Uh huh. This is the best part of like football season or soccer yeah. season, I should say. Um, Champions League like, heating up, dude. The league races league, are getting gritty. Yeah, dude. It's fucking like you know when there's what like two months left, maybe. Yeah. Not even like end of May is Champions League final, so yeah, about two months. Dude, and we got the Masters starting today. When this thing drops, it's going to be today. Yeah, I can't wait to just sit on my work laptop. All When is the first tee time for that? Do you know? I don't know, but I know Tiger tees off at like 10.45. In the morning? Yeah, obviously in the morning. But Let's go, Tiger! Um, let's go, Tiger! Um, yeah, dude, and I'm pretty sure I'll try and get you the Paramount Plus stuff because I'm pretty sure the Masters is being broadcast on Paramount Plus. Oh, yeah, dude. I need you to hook it up for me. Yeah, I got you. Um. In other football news, we have our Union boys get another dub this week against Charlotte FC 2-0 at home. Um, still one of the lone undefeated teams. Fuck it, dude. Go all season without losing a game. I think that sounds good to me. Um, so we're sitting 4-1-0 after five games played, 13 points, top of the East. Um... Chicago FC also have no losses, but they only have, they have two wins, three draws. So they're they're in fourth, but no losses. And then in the Western Conference, LAFC has the same exact record as us, um, and the same points. But that's it, dude. We're kind of running shit right now. But it's cool because, yep. like, so uh, Daniel Gazdag, he's got four goals. That's second most in the MLS. There's one dude that has five, um, and him and a couple other dudes are tied with four. But, like, outside of that, there's nobody that's, like, leading the league in stats in Philly. Like, no, none of the assist leaders or anything. It's just, like, all the boys are balling. Pretty even. Yeah. Yeah. Big that's, team that's, effort out you here. You like to see that. Yeah, man. Yeah. It means you guys are melding pretty well. Facts. Love to see that. Dude, yeah. Our Jim Carton, coach, head coach over there, he does a real good job. I I like his tactics. Um, I, just, I just can't not get excited about the union. As you should. Going to the games gets me fucking hot. To go do 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 do, and then you fucking turn it up. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> um, but now we move to our. I don't even know what they are. They're not like my favorite. They're not my least favorite. But they're like they just hurt me. But they shouldn't. My my hopes are high, and they always let me down. And it's the, the 5-1-8. And I don't know, man. Look, if we like, if we ball out, if we play like the way that we should, then we'll be good, right? Like, it's going to be tough for a team to beat us in a best-of-seven series if everybody's playing their best, best basketball every night. But here's the thing. Not enough people are playing their best basketball every night, right? Like, we got fucking... Uh, 
Toby taking a day off, right? Tyrese, he shows up pretty much every day. But, like, Harden sometimes, like, he doesn't show up or he gets super cold, right? Like, sometimes Tease is terrible from the line. Sometimes George Niang is shooting, like, one of 13 from three. Um, may, I might have exaggerated that a little bit. Sometimes he just is, like, really bad, but he just keeps shooting, right? And it's, like, sometimes there's just not enough. Like, Embiid, he's always on, but, like, sometimes there's not enough to, to you know, support him, to, like, help right. him along. You know what I mean? Um, and like everybody plays their best game like every fourth game, and that's when everybody's on, right? And then every you know the three games between them, you got to say, okay, well, who's not going to be on tonight? Who's going to be on tonight? Who's going to pick up the slack? Um, and we have a coach that doesn't like to make uh any adjustments. Well, we'll we'll see how it goes. Did three... you see me get into a little Twitter scuffle with somebody about Doc Rivers today? No. I wish I did, though. Did you see? It was, like, super brief. Did you see Doc Rivers was linked to the Lakers head coaching job? Oh, God bless them over there if that happens. Yeah, because they're getting rid of Frank Vogel. They're not making the playoffs this year. They're already out of contention. Um, So, like, you know, Sixers Twitter obviously reacted, and a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, let's go, blah, blah, blah. And this one dude's like, oh, like, for everyone that's, like, saying that they're that they want to get rid of doc they want him to go to la like what like what's your alternative like who would you rather have in here like i don't know if like you know firing coaches every two to three years is like conducive to being like a winning program and i'm just like yeah well having doc rivers as your head coach is also not conducive to winning basketball right unless you have fucking 08 paul pierce kg ray allen rondo yeah, like yeah, that like team was fucking sick. They were the really first ever. super team ever, and yeah. like that's his only ring. And since then, he's just fucking blown three-one leagues, leads, multiple of them in the playoffs. Like, dude, I'm so fucking over this, dude. This Doc what? Rivers guy. What? Why am I staring at your dick right now? Because I'm trying to grab my charger. Oh, <laughs> my John's not plugged in. What's up? Now I'm back. <laughs> Wait, you don't like looking at my dick? It's okay. I I didn't say that. Also, that shirt is fucking gassed. Hey, I got this from, uh... Yeah, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh. For somebody who doesn't even fucking like Bud Light, you're really out here putting on for Yeah, I got this for for free at a golf outing, dude. Well, all I'm saying is you should put a little respect (laughs) on the name if you're going to be fucking showing out on our show for him. I won't. I give them no respect. This shirt is for the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just the rest of the show like this <laughs> yo isn't this fucking Juve shirt flames look, dude I don't know look you don't tell people that you're looking at my dick they don't know that I do the show fucking naked <laughs> on the bottom <laughs> it's like in any zoom meeting for work it's just like in a button down t-shirt with a tie but then no underwear or pants on <laughs> yeah none at all there's oh, bare man. cheeks on my seat hey that's be sweating. I wouldn't want to sniff your chair. That's for sure. Oh, I lick it up when I'm done. When I get up. Uh, After a hard day's work. Be looking like the rest of my slushy. Yeah. Except it's <laughs> booty sweat. Why do you think my tongue is blue? Because you've been eating out Mrs. Smurf. Um. <laughs> but, alright, so back to the Sixers. Dude, Embiid has to win MVP. Yeah, I've seen a lot on Twitter, though, that he's not going to. He's not. Fill me in on that. It's dude. It's just like whack recency bias, and like it doesn't even make sense, right? Like Embiid 
first of all, like Embiid gets hate because he shoots too many free throws. Okay, then don't foul him. Last night, he only shot 10 free throws. He didn't get fouled too much. You know what he did? He dropped 45 fucking points on your head. Go ahead, don't foul him. Or you can yeah. foul him, and, but then you can't complain. Like, he shot like almost 20 free throws against the Cavs the other night, and their coach in the box score was like, well, or in the press, post-game presser was like, well, you know, you, you can't defend the free throw line. Right, because you can't defend, period. You can, you can foul. And like, I, somebody played a clip of every single foul that sent Embiid to the free throw line, and there was legitimately one where I was like, okay, that was maybe not a foul. And there was also one where he did like the swing through thing, and then just kind of like, I mean, the dude hit his arm, and he just made it like look like he was, or he didn't make it look like we pretend like he was going for the basket, and like they hit his arm. Like, you're, he's getting fouled on every single play. It's not right. like he's not getting fouled and taking free throws, right? Like, there's a reason that he's there. So the fact that that's a slight is the most ridiculously the most ridiculous thing ever. Um, yeah, it's different when it's like a big man like Embiid who's like constantly in the paint too. It's like obviously those types of players are gonna get foul calls and right. fouled just more often in general. When it's like Trey Young and he's like you know the corner three and he's acting like he's getting all these right. like fouls and stuff, or like James Harden used to do it a lot. It's like that's the problem, dude. That's why right. they changed the rule. But like Embiid's in the paint, fucking. Six people on top of him at all times. And, I mean, now people want to be like, oh, well, now he has Harden and now he has Maxi. Okay, well, he was literally dominating for the entire season. LeBron had, had more 40-point, 10-rebound games this week than Nikola Jokic just had all fucking season. Yeah. Um, like, dude, Embiid has just all season been dominating all over the court. And it's, it's, dude, it's crazy. Um, some of Jokic's like crazy, like the analytic numbers that it's, it's called the one that the people always refer to is called VORP, V-O-R-P. I have no fucking clue what that is. Like, these are just shit that analytic nerds make up. When Jokic fans watch games, they'll be tweeting and they'll be like, um, Jokic like makes a bucket, uh, Nuggets, uh, offense's efficiency goes to plus 116, Sixers at plus 102. Like, that's how they watch basketball. Oh, God. Could you Maybe imagine? you just watch and watch and be dunk on your fucking boy's head. Nuggets played the Sixers not too long ago, and Sixers lost, so everyone's like, oh, Jokic is better than Embiid because the Sixers lost. When Jokic guarded Embiid, Embiid shitted on him, and when, Bede, when Embiid guarded Jokic, Jokic was struggling. Um, like, more points, better field goal percentage, more rebounds, less turnovers. Like, when they were lined up one-on-one. Like, Embiid was better than him in every facet of the game. So um, why is – so what – like, what is the – like, is Vorp the only thing that's, like, pushing Jokic? The other like thing MVP? that Jokic has is assists, but, oh, my God. I, I, oh, I I've was seen some of those, dude. Some of those assists yeah. where it's, like, it'll be, a, it'll be a handoff, and then the dude will take, like, five dribbles, like, three crossovers from yeah. five defenders and dunk on somebody, and they give him an assist. It's crazy. Some of them are whack, but that is the only thing that he has is assists. Um, but, like – he also has a whole team. He also has a bench that can, like, score. And that's the other thing. Now people are like, well, Maxi has been balling since Harden showed up, and Harden is Harden, and Tobias has kind of stepped up. But, like, then you look at the bench, and the bench is just terrible, dude. They get, like, five bench points a game. Yeah, um, it's not great. And it's like, that's when Embiid's not on the floor, right? It's like, I don't know, dude. 
If you don't give it to Embiid, it's just because you don't like Embiid. You think he's too much of a troll. You don't like his personality, which is no reason why you shouldn't win the award. But that's what that's how people vote these days. Right. Um, and the, you don't like the Sixers and like Philly Dude, fans, as because like it's media people that are voting and shit. I was gonna say, with every year that passes, I feel like like player awards just mean less and less to me. Like, yeah. I, I, it's definitely because of the world of social media that we live in. We have like more yeah. of an inside look on how things work and how things are voted on. Like the whole like prime example when I know it shouldn't matter, but like when Derek Jeter was going to be unanimous, unanimously inducted into the Hall of Fame, and there was that one guy who didn't vote for him. I'm yeah. like, like really, dude? Because you're that be one, the guy one guy is like that one guy's like, uh, no, I have this policy. I don't vote for any first ballot Hall of Famers. Like, any if it's their first ballot, I don't vote for them. They have, they have to wait until the second ballot. And it's because of that, like, is the reason why Jeter wasn't the second, most, like, unanimous uh, Hall of Fame inductee. Like, because this one yeah. fucking stick, dude? Like, are you kidding me? It's yeah. so dumb. Like, yeah. they should I – th- I feel like the MVP in, in awards like that should be league voted. Like, players from around the league – should be given a survey at the end of the season, and you can't vote for yourself. But right. you have to. It should be in like I don't know. Put it in your contract that you need to fill out the survey, because, dude, who knows better than the people actually playing the sport? Why are yeah. the media fucking voting on this? You watch the sport, but everyone watches through a different lens. Everybody has a different perspective, and most of the time, your perspective is shit. So why not give it to the people on the court playing against the actual players that are being up? Yeah. I just don't get it, dude, dude. After the game last night, Embiid was doing his post game interview. Like after the game, like they all the players or like a couple of the players, like one or two, they do like on court interviews with the headset with like the people who call the game. Yeah. Um, and Embiid was doing his, and one of the Bulls from the uh, the Pacers ran up and was like, "Give this man his damn MVP!" Um, and like <laughs> just kept running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> He fucking deserves it from what I've seen. Like, obviously, I don't yeah. follow NBA, like, every day, but and I've seen enough of it The to Nuggets realize. are, like, the eight seed. 49 out of the last 50 MVPs have been on teams that were the four seed or higher. Embiid has the Sixers right now in the four seed. They have the same exact record as the Bucks and the Celtics, so they might even finish higher than the four seed. And he did it without... Ben Simmons, the team's second best player, who's on a super max contract, who just sat out for two thirds of the season being a crybaby, right? And he like still balled out every single day and had that team more together than anybody else. Like, bruh, the value is just through the fucking roof. Yeah, dude, it's it's fucked, man. Um, how many um, games are left? Like three? I think two or three. Yeah, two or three. Because there were six the last time we talked, right? Last week. Yeah. I think I think they have two games left. So yeah, the Heat, the Heat, I think are going to be finished this season as a number one seed, and then Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers are all two and a half back with the exact same record: forty nine wins, thirty losses. Um, and then the Raptors are three games back from the Sixers. So right now, the Sixers would play the Raptors, but Sixers have three games left. Raptors, Pacers, Pistons. Okay. Um, so, I mean, what we'll see. Who do the Bucks have? Okay. Bucks and Celtics play tomorrow. So, one of them is going to have to lose. 
Um, and then the Bucks get the Pistons and the Cavs. Who the Celtics have? They get the Bulls tonight and the Bucks tomorrow. And then they finish up with the Grizz. They actually have a tough finish. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it shakes out. We'll know where we're at by next week. I'm not exactly sure when the playoffs start. Probably um, fairly soon, right? Like, there's only two or three games left for most teams. And yeah, I think I think the regular season ends on Sunday, but I'm not sure when the playoffs start. I'd probably assume by like because they got to do the playing. Shit, yeah, the playing right? tournament probably starts like Tuesday or Next Wednesday. Week. Yeah. Um. In the West, we got the Suns. I think clinched the one seed. They got sixty three wins, franchise record. Wow. I saw something when Devin Booker was there. At first, they had sixty three losses. Damn. He's um, only what? He's been there for like what? Four years? Five years? I don't know. Hasn't been that long. It's all Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul goes to franchises and turns them around. Yep, and then doesn't win a ring and says, my job here is done. Pass me on to the next one. Yep. Um, then we got the Grizzlies and then the Warriors. The Grizzlies got that two seed locked up. Warriors, Mavericks, Jazz, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Clippers in eighth, Pelicans in ninth, and Spurs in tenth. The Pels, is Zion back yet? Is he playing? I don't think so. But yeah, the uh I think I think that play in I think all those seeds are pretty much wrapped up. Maybe like Warriors Mavericks might swap, but that would be it. Um in the East So we have Heat Celtics Bucks Sixers and then it's Raptors Bulls Cavs at seven, Nets at eight, Hawks at nine, and Hornets at ten. So I don't know where the Nets are going to finish, right? Because like the Nets are ten and a half back from the Heat, but so are the Hawks. So they mm-hmm. could land on either side of the play-in tournament, right? We'll see. I'm excited, dude. I, I think it's awesome that the Nets are in the play-in tournament. Yeah, because they were expected to be fucking like a they're top like, three like team the, this year. I mean, they're still NBA like a finals favorite, right? Like somebody like, oh, yeah, this is a team to beat in the East. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody thinks got, the Heat are the team to beat. The disrespect, right. dude. They've been at the top of the conference literally all year. For like year. all year, yeah. Sixers yeah. are at the top for like two days. Um, but whatever, we'll, we'll get off, get off the Sixers. NBA playoffs coming, coming up hot, dude. Yeah. Exciting time. Best time of basketball. Facts. Um, it's when I watch the most basketball for sure, even though the Knicks aren't ever in it, but it'll be fun viewing. Go we got some news. Um, yes, yeah, so we made a trade with the Saints. Um, we swapped first. We also gave them a first. We got a first next year and a second the year after. We also got a third. I think we got a sixth and gave up, or got a seventh and gave up a sixth. 
I think it's pretty good. Like ultimately, we're just basically pushing this year's first one of our three first round draft picks. We're pushing it to next year and picking up a second and a third. Yeah. I, uh, um, so yeah, cool with that. It took me a few minutes to understand like, like how he's playing. But now that I understand it, dude, I'm like fully in on it. Like that's a good trade. Um, yeah. We'll still be able to get some value this year. And yeah. And if Jalen doesn't work out, dude, we go after a quarterback. And by that time, like we have a team that we can put him in. When that's with. not going to, yeah, it's not going to yeah. be, oh, we have this franchise quarterback, but we got to build around him now. It's like we already have the tools and the pieces we in place. We have the franchise. We need the quarterback. Right, right. Um, so Tyran Matthew, he's been going around. He was in Philly for a visit. He's been going around, taking his time, talking to teams, seeing where he wants to land. Um, dude, I would love to sign him. Yeah, that would be fucking awesome. Sign Tyran Matthew, trade a first round pick and a second round pick to jump up in the first and get Sauce Gardner, fucking probably the best football player in the draft, by far the best corner in the draft. He's gonna be like a maybe a top five pick. I think he, I don't think he goes further than eight. Um yeah. I think eight will be the absolute furthest that he slides. Um and then you have him and Slay. Him, Slay, fucking Honey Badger Matthew, in the middle, dude. We just got Kaiser White like to help our linebacking core, dude. Our defensive line is good and it's gonna be good for a minute. Um dude, that would like that would be a scary fucking defense. Yeah, yeah. And then with our who knows with our offense, dude, if Jalen does take that step forward, we have right. weapons. Like we are he's pretty much our running back at this point. But minus that, we have Boston Scott and Miles Sanders. A nice little yeah, and I love punch. Boston Scott. He's a Me dog. too, dude. He's a fucking bowling ball, dude. Um, I'd also, if we are not going to try to trade up to get Sauce. By the way, he was at uh, the bird. He was meeting with the birds today, which doesn't mean anything because like we, we currently we don't have a pick where we can get him. Right. Um, but I mean, hey, maybe they're thinking about like, hey, let's talk to this guy, like, see what he's all about. And see if we, if can, we can trade up and get them. Trade up why and not? try to get them. Like, yeah. hopefully that's at least in their plan. Like, it's got to be. There's no way they're like, oh, maybe he'll drop the 15. Like, that's not happening. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I mean, if it did, well, that'd be great. But I don't. Think <laughs> but so. it's not going to. Um, but if we're if we're not going to get him, like if we decide we're out on him, I wouldn't mind going to get um Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. Apparently, um, Darius Slight and his wife were like recruiting on the Philly. As they um, should. He'd be he'd be a nice little piece, dude. He's kind of old though, isn't he? Yeah, he is a little bit older, but like, whatever. I mean, we have like our our team is interesting because we have old heads and then we have young heads, and we don't have any like middle aged guys. No guys, like. right? It's like half of our team is built to win now, right? Like Fletch and Javon Hargrave and Brandon Graham, and like if he even comes back, right? Um, Lane, Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Slay, but then we got some young dudes too. So it's a good mix, especially for our young guys too, because those older guys yeah. can kind of, you know, yeah. show them yeah. how to mature in the league and you know keep their head on straight and become yep. what they want to become. So hopefully, yep. like it's it's looking yep. like we're gonna have a bright future, regardless. I agree. But. Um, Kaiser White, he's our new signing. He had his first media day, I think, today or yesterday. And he was like, yeah, dude, I was just talking to Brandon Graham and like, I'm really stoked to like learn from him and like learn how to be like a pro in this league. And like, like he's been doing it for a long time at a really high level. Like I'm just excited to like learn what it's all about and like learn from him. And he was saying that he wants to be in Philly long-term, 
which like I mean I get it. He went to Temple. He grew up in Camden. Yeah. Like, how could you not want to put, be an Eagle forever? It's your like, home, dude. Like it's your home, and like not everybody gets it. This like this dude gets it. Right. Right. Um, like he has to get it. He's fucking. He was born with it in him. Um, but that's really all we got. I mean, um, Stefan Diggs, he gets a new contract. That's good. I mean, not too expensive either. Four years, 104 mil. That's 26 a year. It's not too guaranteed. No. Um, Um, the bills are scary, dude. The bills bills are are scary. scary. They got a full team and I don't know. Like, it's not just, it's not just like they're going to be scary next year. They're going to be scary for a while, dude. Yeah. Their defense is legit. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, I think they're. I think they're kind of. I don't want to say the Chiefs are gonna like kind of fall out because they still have Mahomes and like and Kelsey and like their offense is still good, but they've lost pieces. The Bills have got like gained a lot of pieces, and yeah. they had a good team to begin with that was already. I mean, they just lost to the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, right? Was it the championship? Yeah. Yeah. That like, and that it was like a. Game? Yeah, back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, and it was like a shootout. No, it wasn't dude. the championship game because the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. It oh, was right, the game right. before You're right. that. You're right, but um, even then, like they were on par with the Chiefs. Like they were giving yeah. the Chiefs. They a run literally for their money, just dude. changed the playoff postseason rules be- or overtime rules because of it. Because of it, yeah. Which I love. I've been saying they need yeah. they needed to do that for a while, dude. Yeah, and I think is it's that fine just for postseason though? Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'm Get cool the other games ended sooner. Right. Right. I'm cool with that. Um And then March Madness wrap up, dude. UNC fucking blows a fifteen point halftime lead. Yeah, to Kansas I was for them lose hard, by dude. three. I wanted UNC to win that just because Me of the Me too, dude. Underdog. They were playing really well. Well their boy got hurt. He fucking destroyed his ankle, his ankle. on the yep. on the broken floor. Yeah, I saw Did that. Did you see the floor moving under him? Yeah, it was like the fucking loose floorboard. And then the yeah. game before that, he rolled the same ankle. Yeah, yeah. Um, that had a lot to do with them losing that game, losing you know their best player, one of the yeah. best players in the country. Right. Um, I took UNC Moneyline because I like them, dude. They were playing really good basketball the whole tournament. It's re- Dude, it's such a shame because I really – like they deserve – to win that game, and they deserved to win the whole thing. Yeah, um, not they weren't. A, they weren't like a one seed. Which, although I will say, they weren't like a typical eight seed team, dude. They could have easily been a. They were just bad, like at the, or, for the first like three quarters of the season, dude. They got and then they got hot, and they were good through the ACC tournament, and yeah. then they got hot during March Madness and stayed hot. They played were playing good basketball. Yeah. Um. I had so I had UNC money line. But then I also had them plus four and a half, and they lost by three. Cha-ching. Um, I also had under 151 and a half. Cha-ching. cha I also had some Kansas player to go over two and a half assists. Cha-ching. Not a bad so, day. I mean, not too shabby, dude. Yeah, not too shabby from the kid. God, I wish I could bet so bad, dude. Oh, speaking of bets, I got to shout out my dad, bro. He won huge. Oh, yeah, Daddy Big Maz. Big Daddy Maz bringing home a fucking 10 bean, bro. He was uh, – so I was watching the game, and I forgot that he was, like, sitting in second place in his pool. And he was telling me, like, a day or two before, he was like, dude, I'm gonna I'm going for first place. I'm not going to sit here in second and just, like, cash out my seven grand. Like, I'm going for that 10. He's like, all right, big dick moves. Love to see it. So he, he texts me, like, right shit, as – 
No, he texts me right after the game a screenshot, and he does. I don't know if you've ever heard him do this, but he has his signature thing where he goes boom, like it's just like whenever he's excited about something, that's what he says. So he texted me in all caps, boom, with like seven exclamation points, and like circled his name, and I was just like, "Let's go, dude!" That's, that's awesome, huge. dude. He was Hell so yeah. hyped, dude. I was like, "Is that the biggest win like you've ever had?" He's like, "Dude, biggest win I've ever had in my life by far." He was like, "I'm yeah, on dude. a high right now." It was like. 11.30 by the time that game ended, almost midnight. And my mom goes to sleep at like 8.30, 9 o'clock every night. Right. Especially, she doesn't stay up for sporting events like that. Like, she'll go to bed early, like when the Yankees are in a playoff game, dude. And um, I was like, is mom awake? You got to go wake her up and tell her, um, like, tell her about it. And she goes, mom's wide awake. We're buying a new bed right now. Like, <laughs> like it's just great vibes <laughs> all around the house. Putting that money like, straight to youth. Yeah, I was like, I love that dude. And he goes, beer's on me this weekend. I was like, let's go. That's fucking um, awesome. What kind of bet are they getting? Uh, so they actually already got it um, two nights ago. It's one of those sleep number bends. Sleep bends. number. Yeah, dude, yeah, Ben Jones like fire flames. Yeah. But, so here's the thing. I think a sleep number would be dope. It's fine for your parents because there's no doggo there anymore. But that's what I always say when I see him. I'm like, what if we have Benjamin? And he likes to sleep between us sometimes. And what if our beds are not level? Yeah, and he's gonna wake up all twisted and shit. Right. You need a sleep number for dogs, so it's like one a one setting, a two setting, and then a in between setting for the dog. Or if you but can how just do you, have how it you know like he likes? be connected somehow, then you're like one yeah. big mattress like sheet over the whole thing, so it's not like a hard drop off, it's like a slope. Yeah, you know what you should get? They should make is a bed, so it's like. All right, my bed behind me, my pillows and stuff, there's just like a shelf above the pillows, and it's like a dog bed that lays, lays above you. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. Kyla would I love it, think... dude, because she's not a big cuddler, but she likes to sleep on the bed. Daphne would like that, too, because Daphne's the same way. She's like, don't fucking touch me when we sleep, but I want to sleep on your bed. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I'm going to I'm gonna push you over if you're, like, taking up space. Like, I need to, I need to have my lane of space to sleep on my bed. If you're sleeping like halfway on my leg spot and yeah, get the fuck out of my lane, side, bro. Fucking move, and then I'll like push Stay Kyla in your lane, over. Homie. I'll try and push Kyla over to like her side of the bed, and then she'll like look at me, stand up, and just get in her bed on the ground. I'm like, dude, you can sleep up here. Just give me some room. Like that's all I'm asking. <laughs> I'm not trying to fucking kick you out or anything. Just move over. Yeah, we don't get Benjamin off the bed. He stays on the bed. Yeah, Ben. Benny's a, a big cuddle guy. Except for when we do the deed, he like gets off the bed. He like knows, like, all right, it's my time it's to get off the bed. Dude, Boone's the same way, dude. He won't leave us alone. Like he will literally like lay on top of you, and then I, like as soon as we start doing the deed, he like goes and like he'll sit on the ground and just wait for us to be done. And then as soon as oh we're done, God. he's back up on the bed. I'm like, dude. Give me some space. I need some space. <laughs> Give me a second to breathe, man. Yeah, bro. Let me breathe. Come on. He's like, comes in cleanup crew. <laughs> it's like, dude, relax. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wish I was joking, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. All right. Uh, on, that, on that note, I think we should get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. You guys uh, enjoy your Thursday opening day of the MLB. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Just enjoy Go make your somebody life, man. smile. Smooches. Smooches.